What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Podcast One presents Chasing Glory with Lillian Garcia. The singer, songwriter, and former WWE host takes you on the chase for glory with guests ranging from elite athletes to extraordinary entertainers. Let's embark on another fascinating journey. Here's Lillian Garcia. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Chasing Glory. And yes, last week I was backstage at WrestleMania bringing you the show from the whole week of Mania. That was just so incredible. I'm still on a high from that. But immediately, as soon as I got back from WrestleMania, I literally switched out my luggage and my husband and I went off to Thailand. That is where I'm at right now. That is where I'm recording the show to bring it to you. And that is uh, because, you know what? This doesn't even seem like work for me. So I love being, staying connected with you guys. And I wanted to go ahead and bring you this next interview, which I'm so excited about. First of all, thank you guys for following me at Lillian Garcia on Instagram and Twitter. Lillian Garcia official fan page. And you can definitely catch up on everything that I'm doing here on vacation with my husband. Yeah, on my Instagram, I've been posting tons of photos, tons of videos from scuba diving, which I absolutely love, to just things that are happening by the beach and just, uh, you know, we stopped over in Hong Kong on our way in. And so there's my Insta story, too, that I've got a lot of details there and a lot of photos and also you can keep up with us. We decided to come out to Koh Samoy. If you guys haven't been to Koh Samoy, Man, it's it's amazing. It's just amazing. A friend of ours has been wanting us to come out there for, or out here, I should say, for over 10 years now. And we had one excuse after the other, and it always related around work, and we couldn't take off, and yada, yada, yada. And then I realized, and I think if you guys saw one of my posts, I realized that what do we work so hard for if we don't take the time to go on vacation and see the world. I started more than ever. Yeah, I traveled with the WWE a lot, but there was not a lot of downtime, as you probably know. So I didn't really get to see a lot of different countries. So going on vacation is something that I think is important. It it allows you to regroup. It allows you to be connected to your family. If you go with your family or like I say, with my husband, I mean, it's allowing us to have that connection again and not have work get in the way of things 
and just really made me realize you got to make more time for that. And I am so grateful that finally I listened to my friend and we're out here and he's right. It's just paradise. So, and I'm at the Amari Hotel, which is incredible. So yeah, if you guys are looking to go somewhere that's tropical, that is just off of everything, uh, you got to come to Thailand. It is so incredible. And the Amari Hotel that I'm here in Koh Samui, man, they've been amazing. So it's, uh, it's right on the beach. All right. So that's my two cents. Work hard, but then definitely take the time to go have fun and explore the world and see what other people do. <laughs> okay. So I was at Mania. I was backstage at Access on Saturday before WrestleMania hit Sunday, obviously. And I ran into Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. Now, these are two girls that I got to know more last year, last June. I got asked by Vince McMahon to go over to the UK. This was after Manchester had the attacks. And he said, you know, I would love for you to go over and sing the UK national anthem, which is God Save the Queen. And so he asked me to go sing that and to show the fans that we really cared. And because I sang it right after 9-11, right? So the anthems have definitely become something for me. And I, I was so honored to be asked to do that. And I jumped on a plane, went out there and joined NXT. So while I was out there on their tour, I got to know a lot of the people from NXT and including Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. Love these girls so much. And so when I saw them on Saturday at Access, I was like, you know what? I want to do a story on you guys. I think that I literally feel like you're going to come up to the main roster anytime, any moment now. And I want people to know your story going into this. So I did their story. And then sure enough, that night, Peyton finds out that she was chosen to be in the women's, uh, WrestleMania women's battle royal, the first ever, which I had the honor of announcing. So that was special. But she was in it, and Billy was very, very supportive because I asked her, I was like, wow, you know, one to be asked and not the other. Uh, you always wonder, how's the other one going to feel? And she was like, no, 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 Billy's very, very supportive. And she's like, do your thing. And they also found out, which was crazy, because when you guys hear this interview, I said, you guys, I know, I know you're going to be called up sometime soon. And sure enough, they uh, came and uh, were chosen to be on SmackDown Live. So now they're part of SmackDown, which I'm so excited for them. And so you guys are going to hear where we take this on Saturday before their debut on Tuesday. And they had no idea until late Saturday night that this was all going to happen. So it's crazy. And before the show starts, I definitely want to thank my sponsors because they're the ones that are bringing this show to you for free. So thank you to Secret Active and TrueCar. You guys are going to hear me talk a little bit more in detail about them and how they can help you out. So thank you, Secret Active and TrueCar. I'm really excited that you guys are going to get to know Peyton Royce and Billy Kay a little more here. And like they said, they never really do let people in. So this is a very intimate conversation that we have and look out for these two they're truly special in the ring they're also truly special human beings so as they're now known as the iconics they're going to be a force to be reckoned with all right so without further ado here is peyton royce and billy Kay's journey of chasing glory Growing up in Sydney, Australia, Jessica McKay, who is now known in the WWE as Billy Kay, always knew she wanted a life in sports entertainment. 
Trained by top international wrestler Madison Ables, Billy made her professional wrestling debut on her 18th birthday for Australian female promotion, Pro Wrestling Women's Alliance, and just one year later, became the company's champion. Her experience led her to traveling to the United States, where she would wrestle for top female promotion Shimmer and go against her future trainer, Sarah Del Rey. While on tour of Australia, Billy received a WWE tryout where she impressed officials. And in the spring of 2015, she was announced as part of the new class of trainees alongside a longtime friend, Casey McIntosh, now known in the WWE as Peyton Royce, also hails from Sydney, Australia, and grew up a wrestling fan. She would also join the PWWA school and begin working shows for the company, often being in matches with Billy. Just a few years into her career, Peyton would fly herself across the globe to Calgary, Alberta, Canada to train in one of the best schools in the world under Lance Storm. After completing her training, she would work for many of the top female promotions in Australia and also the United States. On the same tour of Australia, Peyton impressed at the WWE tryout and was named also one of the newest signees in the spring of 2015. The two lifelong friends, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, were reunited under the NXT banner and now known as the iconic duo. Together, they would wreak havoc on the NXT women's division and even competed in a fatal four-way match for the women's championship at NXT TakeOver San Antonio, where they stole the show alongside Asuka and Nikki Cross. Both would continue to impress officials as well as the NXT fans, and the iconic duo made their video game debut in WWE 2K18. With the support of her tag team partner, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce made history being part of the inaugural WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. And just two days later, Kay and Royce, now known as the Iconics, made their official main roster debut on SmackDown Live with a stunning attack on Charlotte. The sky's the limit for the 2016 NXT Breakout of the Year winners. It's about to get real, raw, and inspiring with the Iconics, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. All right. So you guys just heard the bios of Billy Kay and Peyton Royce and just so excited to have them here on Chasing Glory, NXT superstars. <laughs> and welcome to Chasing Glory, ladies. Thank you Thanks so much for having, having us. us. Yes, we're, we're so excited. We're excited to be here with you. You guys are such a tag team that you even talk the same. <laughs> I, I know. It's funny because we, we joke. Everything. We say the same thing and I always say, don't say what I say. Yeah, we literally think the <laughs> like same the thing exact, all the time. Sometimes we'll even text in a group text, like the exact same thing with the exact the same, same time. Yeah. It's weird. It's crazy. It's like it's, we're twins. It's crazy. <laughs> wow. I love it. Well... It's, it's so special to have you on here because, um, you know, I've gotten to know you. You know, we went to NXT. Um, what was it? It was UK. the tour in the UK, right? I went, I got asked to, it was last minute decision. Well, it was because Manchester, you know, the yeah. bombings in Ban Manchester Horrible. happened. And WWE decided that they wanted to do a little something for the UK to let them know that we care. And so Vince McMahon called me and he was like, hey, can you please go to the UK and sing um, the national anthem, God Save the Queen? I'm like, absolutely. And he's like, you'll be on the tour with NXT. I'm like, oh, cool. Mm -hmm. 
but unfortunately, I didn't know a lot of people yeah. there, right? Because you guys, I've never, I've yeah. never really been on the We're road with you. Really, yeah, yeah. yeah. Never really yeah. before, yeah. So it was so neat to step into that locker room and get to meet you and just how genuinely nice <laughs> you guys are. Oh, thanks. Yeah. And just getting to, you know, be with you guys for those three or four shows and, and see you in action. I loved that. I loved being able to... Uh, and, and, you know, just seeing you blossom and, and you guys were so cute coming and saying, you, you have anything for us? Cause you know, you know, you know, I've seen a couple yeah, things yeah, here. Yeah. 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 yeah you, you're out a while. Yeah, exactly. So know. Yes. But it was just, I love the fact that you guys were open to, you know, anything that whatever two cents I could offer. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, but I, I've loved your characters and. I think that you have a very, very bright future here in the WWE. I'm very excited for the two of you. Aww. I see it happening. I see it coming. And I told this to Carmella. I remember she was really like, oh, my God, when am I going to get called up? And I said, don't worry about it, because when it, it will happen. And when it happens, you're going to soar. And it'll be the right timing, right? And I think that's exactly what's happening here. And I really do hope, I know there's rumblings of and talking about it, the WWE, like, female tag team division. Uh. Would yes. be amazing. Amazing. That would be Incredible. our dream come true. It's uh, what we've wanted since, since day we one. walked in the doors. That's yeah. what we've, we we've wanted to really be cool about. Yeah. 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 So, and by the way, if you guys hear noise back here, it's actually because we are, we, we're at Access. And I'm catching up with everybody. And I was like, okay, I got to grab you two because I want to do a chasing glory story. I want people to really get to know you uh, a little bit better. The, and, and me, I want to yeah. know you more, right? So, Billy, I'm going to start with you. Okay. Right? So, first of all, you both, though, are from Sydney, Australia? We both are from Sydney, yes. Australia, we, yes. We went to high school together, actually. Yes, and we're going to get <laughs> into that for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. So, Billy, tell me um, your Sydney, which, by the way, I was just there. Oh. I was just there with my husband. Beautiful, isn't it? It's amazing. Incredible. It. I did the bridge climb. Oh, you did? I, I did. did it, too. It's, it's stunning. So crazy. Yeah. So if you guys don't know what the bridge, bridge climb is, all you got to do is actually Google it and you will see that it, it you literally go on top of the bridge. Yeah, of the Harbour Bridge. On the yep. Harbour Bridge. Yep. And I always say, well, why don't they do this in Brooklyn, you know, or the, yeah. the Brooklyn Bridge or Manhattan Bridge or, you know, it's, any of that in Manhattan, um, in New York. And I heard that it's because the insurances in America would oh, be crazy. They wouldn't cover it. Okay. They're insurance crazy right here, yep. right? You know, because there's... If, yeah, a it's lot of too many so, people are yeah, so happy yeah. here. So unfortunate, that's why. And in Sydney, it's not that We're way. Very relaxed in Sydney. <laughs> that's Wait, so you want to climb awesome. a bridge? Climb a bridge. <laughs> yeah, I know. Literally, let's climb a bridge. Climb a bridge. <laughs> um, incredible. And the koala, they were awake. Yes. Oh, Did you hold one? I didn't get to hold one, oh, but because um, so at the zoo they won't let you hold it. Yeah. They'll let you observe it. Yeah. Uh, so, but it was really special that both of them were awake during the time that, that I was there. Were, yeah. yeah that you so. Went. Yeah. It, it was really, That's it was awesome. just a special place. Sydney, and I will, I'll never forget the very first time I went with WWE, I, like it was always on my, you know, bucket list. Bucket list yeah. And so I'm in there doing, and I, I do the Harbor Cruise, and all of a sudden I see the Opera House, and I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy. <laughs> it's breathtaking. It's breathtaking. Yeah, it really so is. So you were born there. I was born in Sydney, um, a, a little suburb called Campbelltown. So um, we're both from Campbelltown. Uh, it's about uh, 40 minutes um, outside the city. Um, so yeah, I, I grew up there, been there my whole life. And what was life for you there? 
Um, life was life was good. Uh, I have an amazing family. Um, I didn't always get along with my dad. Um, I was kind of like a, a mummy's little girl. I was the youngest of three siblings, so I, I kind of clashed with my dad a, a fair bit growing up. Um, we were a sport family, heavily into basketball. Um, I, I played it my whole life. Um, so yeah, I was very close with my mum growing up. Um, high school was a bit rough. I, I went to a sports high school. Um, unfortunately, I was, I was bullied a lot, um, which I think most kids are these days. Isn't it which crazy? Which is heartbreaking. It's so crazy to hear how many people were bullied. It, yeah. And and yet, I told this to my husband the other day. I said, do you realize how many kids that are bullied turn out to be, like, do a lot with their lives? Yes. So yeah. I think it's a great message to tell kids that are bullied, don't worry. It can all it work can, out in your favor. It can definitely work out, yeah. It, it, it was uh, it was a rough two years. It was, it was two full years. It was right when I went to high school. And I would come home just sobbing to my mum and there was one time I didn't go to school for a whole week because I just I couldn't do it what were they bullying you for? oh they used to say that I was ugly that I looked like a rat that I was dirty um that my eyebrows were too big um that my hair was disgusting anything that you could think of I pretty much got called none of the girls liked me uh the guys would just make fun of me um it was I used to sit by myself uh, for like the first like year and a half, two years, and and then I you know I found some friends and um, really developed some some good relationships with girls that I'm still friends with now. Um, but I feel like everyone kind of goes through that weird phase yeah. in high school where they don't know who they are, and if it's easy to pick on somebody else rather than get picked on, it you know uh, kids just tend to do that. Unfortunately, um, it became full circle, and I not uh you know not i'm pretty ashamed of this but i became the bully for a, a little bit as well because you did because I, I didn't want to be the victim again oh my god this is fascinating yeah. so it came full circle it was probably about a year and then um i kind of like grew up and realized okay i have my group of friends and that's all i'm going to focus about i'm not going to focus about anybody else i'm not going to uh, be mean to anybody um because i don't want that brought back to me so it was a uh, high school was very wow very interesting. though no but I love the fact that you have talked about that and yeah. you're mentioning that because I've never I don't think that, I think this is the first time that I've ever talked to someone that actually was bullied but then became the bully yeah but it makes sense it makes sense in a way because I was Why? scared you know yeah you didn't want to be that I didn't want to be in that position again so if if me being rude and, and mean to somebody got me out of the spotlight then I did it and it it's something that I wouldn't do again but I mean it's high school we're all hormones are racing 15 16 years old right. you think the world's you know going to end on like the smallest little thing and you just don't really know who you are so I'm glad I kind of uh, it took me a while to grow up um, but I'm glad I did definitely yeah so it actually makes me also think about the kids that do bully yeah if that's exactly what they were going that's, through that's the thing I don't think people really realize like why are they targeting kids why are they bullying them because you never like you never really know the circumstances and there's so much that can go into it that you just don't know yeah because it's like literally and I also know that some kids that are abused at home 
yeah. turn around to be the bullies. They lash out. Because they lash out, because they want to feel important somewhere. Exactly. Because they don't want to be bullied because they're bullied at home. Exactly. So it's the same scenario. It's just, yeah. Wow, it's so fascinating, it's lit literally listening to that. Um, how did you get through the process of A, being bullied, and then what made you finally snap out of it from you being the bully? Um, I think... I think it was just my age. I, I really, um, you know, when I was I was bullied and, and then became friends with, uh, you know, just a big group of girls and then it was kind of we picked on the other girls. So it was just kind of this vicious circle. But then I was probably in about year 11. Um, so I'd say, you know, 16, 17. And it was when um, I really found a, a group of, four girls and we kind of just stayed to ourselves we kind of just just spoke to each other and school became very relaxed then um it, it wasn't you know uh I didn't have anxiety about it um I didn't get depressed about it it became very like calm for me which was which was nice so the last the last two years um were, were really good for school mm. and and I I enjoyed it the last two years but it, it just took a while to get there yeah, yeah. what did basketball mean to you uh, I, start? I started when I was four. Oh um, my gosh. Yes. I was four years old. Um, I played netball, which is big in Australia, uh, when I was three. Um, can you tell us what netball is? Netball is, uh, it's, it's kind of like basketball, but you don't dribble and, oh. um, there's no contact. Okay. So it's very, yeah. It's very big in Australia. It's weird that it's not, not here. Um, so I played netball for so just, one year. Wait a minute. So you just run across and try you to get like it in the basket. You pass each other the ball oh, in Oh, so there's netball, no dribbling. Okay. No dribbling. Yeah. And got then it. you've got to try and get into different positions. And to be honest, it's, it's not my cup of tea, which is probably why I only did it for one year. And then um, my parents asked me if I wanted to, to do basketball instead, and I did. Um, so yeah, I was four years old and um, I started when I was 10 years old, I started playing representative. So under 12s, under 14s, under 16s, under 18s, uh, youth league, and then ABA. Um, obviously went to a sports high school for basketball. Uh, and then ABA is kind of like D-League in America. It's kind mm -hmm. of equivalent to that. Um, so we were the 2012 state champions. Um, I won best defensive player. Uh, that was like... It, I loved basketball and it had always been in my life, um, but obviously I I gave it up when I moved here. It was the first year that I hadn't played, um, so yeah, I still miss it. But I mean, nothing trumps wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> so talking about that, what ten years old is when you started 10 watching? Years old, yes, my brother. Him and his friends used to pack out our lounge room and watch everything together: pay-per-views, Raw, everything. Um, and one night, um, I was just like watching and, and looking at what they were doing. And, um, I was kind of like annoying my brother cause I looked up to him so much. He's older than me. And, uh, he was like, just, just go away and, and I don't know, make some signs for us or something. So I was like, Oh, okay. And I wrote, uh, Jericho 316. Obviously that doesn't make any sense whatsoever, <laughs> but I just thought I was so cool. So I come yeah. in and, and I give it to him and I'm so excited. And all his friends are just like, whatever. She's like the annoying little sister. And my brother's like, okay, no, this doesn't make sense. And he got a chair and he sat me on it and made me watch it. And, uh, I fell in love with it. Um, 
I remember The Rock was the first person that I saw and I was I was absolutely mesmerized by him. He was he was so cool and he was like gorgeous and electrifying and and I really got hooked onto him straight away. Yeah. Um but also it it really like developed a strong bond between my brother and I. Mm, um beautiful. we were really close growing up like I went to him for everything pretty much and um yeah, we used to like take days off school so we could stay home and, and watch the pay-per-views because with the time difference, they oh, were yeah. on Monday mornings. Right. So we, I was like, mom, sorry, I'm not going to school today. Like it's, <laughs> it's WrestleMania day. And she'd be like, yeah, that's fine. Like, I'm, really? Yeah. She yeah. So cool with it. Yeah. And even it got to a point where my teachers, uh, cause it was like once a month, the pay-per-views, my teachers would be like, they'd know that every, the first month of every, uh, you know, the yeah. Monday I'd be at home watching wrestling. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so that's awesome. Great, yeah. Wow. So how did that develop into you actually getting into the ring? So I was such a fan. Um, so from 10 years old, I became obsessed. My room was decked out in posters. Uh, my 16th birthday, I had my auntie make uh, The Rock's face as my birthday cake um, <laughs> with people's eyebrows. She drew the Brahma bull. It was incredible. Um, and my family could really see that I was like passionate about it. Um, and then one of my brothers actually had a wrestling school. Um, so when I was 17, I had uh, just finished uh, high school. Um, they opened up their school and it just kind of fell into place really perfectly. I had awesome trainers, um, Madison Eagles, who um, was my mentor and trainer. She's um, from Sydney. She wrestles all around America as well. Um, helped train me. I had my first match three months later on my 18th birthday <laughs> that's incredible i read Crazy. that i'm like what is the chance what are the chances i don't on know how it worked birthday? out birthday there you go you it debut was incredible and all my family were there oh, and um what a birthday it was yeah best birthday ever it was it was so much fun um so that was 10 and a half years ago so yeah. after that um you know i i had all my friends and extended family didn't think I was going to pursue it they just thought it was a hobby um but you know my my parents really knew that it was something that I was passionate about um so they supported me when I wanted to travel to America um to wrestle I came to and from the states for about five years doing shows um and then it came time to we heard about a tryout happening in Melbourne um which is a different state away um so I tried to, to get ready for that as best as I could and, and we had that tryout and obviously um, Peyton was with me and what was that, that was, what was going through your mind during that tryout? So you, you'll hear Peyton's story but uh, we just briefly uh, we trained together at the same school and we yeah. went to the same high school uh, so we had known each other we had a, a little mini feud <laughs> we didn't really like each other at first because we were the only two wrestling fans at our school uh -huh. So we used to compete on who was the biggest fan. And uh, we used to see each other lining up to meet all the superstars when they would come over to Australia. So like legit, you mean you didn't like each other? We really didn't like each other wow. first off, yeah. Because I was like, oh, she thinks she's a bigger wrestling fan than me. Like, oh, I'll show her. And then we would line up for hours and hours <laughs> uh, meeting Rey Mysterio one time at a uh, shopping center near us. And it was just a, a really crazy time. And then she started training with the same company that I was at. Um, and as soon as we met, we kind of had this uh, connection and this bond that uh, it really is kind of like indescribable. Um, 
we just became connected straight away. Um, and then we wrestled each other for a, a bunch of years. Um, and when it came out to the tryout, we, we got wind of it. So we, we both like fully applied ourselves and we would talk back and, like, back and forth and, and made sure that we were both ready for it. And um, I still remember this like it was yesterday. The day of the tryout, we walked down to the lobby and all the people there was about 40 of us and we're all getting um, taxis over to the, to the tryout. And we both slid into the taxi and I looked at her and I said, we're getting signed and we're going to do this together. Ah. And we kind of, she was like, yeah. And, and we both kind of knew it and we felt it and we went in and it was the best time ever. We had such a ball at the tryout. Um, and then the nerve wracking eight weeks after we were like, have you heard anything? Have you heard anything? No, oh, no. God. Yeah. And that's then, the worst. Uh, I remember the day I found out, um, I, I never wake up early and for some reason I heard a ding on my phone go off and it was an email and I got up and I read it and it said, it was for, uh, from Kenyon and he said, um, WWE is interested in hiring you and yeah. I got up and I screamed and I cried and I ran out and my mum was there and my sister was there and they're like, what's wrong, what's wrong? And I was like, WWE want to hire me and my sister <laughs> yelled out, our front door dad come inside come inside and my dad freaking out didn't know what was happening yeah. ran up the stairs grabbed me by the shoulders and started shaking me and said what's wrong what's wrong oh my god he thought something was bad and i said dad wwe want to hire me and he's like oh my gosh and he cried and hugged me and wow and i feel like you know it's crazy because that moment brought me and my dad closer together so it's crazy how much yeah. of an impact wrestling has had with my relationships what can you tell me a little bit about your relationship with your dad and yeah, why sure. you think it wasn't working at first and we're we're very similar um he has a temper and i used to um and i got that from him so we would just clash all the time clash 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 we're very similar um yeah, I, I mean, and we kind of just didn't really talk. I would try to avoid him and I was just so much with my mum and my sister was daddy's little girl, which I mm. never wanted to be because I was a tomboy. Uh -huh. So it was just a totally different contrast. And then my brother was kind of just like neutral. Yeah. Um, so we, it was kind of like I was always with my mum and my sister was always with my dad. It was just, just, just kind of the way it is. Yeah. But even through all that, he always supported me. And like my parents are the ones that like always used to tell me like, you're a star and we know you like you are a star oh, and they were like, they used to always tell me that so i always had that in the back of my head um so yeah i mean obviously when you mature um i feel like that brought us together as well i grew up a lot um but yeah at that moment I, I could tell he was genuinely happy for me and and they knew that i wanted this so bad so it's crazy you, and then and your brother must have been like flipping out going flipping oh my God, out crazy i from from watching wrestling to sitting you down to watch wrestling all of a sudden you're going to be a wwe yes. wrestler it, it was crazy it was crazy and you know like i i'm so thankful that he got me and he sat me down in front of that tv yeah it just had a domino effect that would change my whole life but if you hadn't written jericho 316 right <laughs> I wouldn't be sitting here right now. Oh my gosh, it's insane. Um, so, so yeah. Going back to your dad, do you feel like 
like if you had your, you know, to go back and tell your younger self mm -hmm. how to handle that or deal with that, would, would you have done anything different? Yeah, I was that? a brat. Mm. I was a brat. I, but I was a kid. Yeah, you don't know any Do better. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, and I feel like most people would be like, would say that to them younger selves, like just to like snap out of it. Don't be a little, yeah, shit. Just, just be nice to your parents because. They love you unconditionally and they are going to do everything for you. And mine did. And I had the best family, but I was a brat. I was a little So was he brat. trying to guide you and you I were just rebelling? So. I think I just wasn't, um, like I said, my sister was so lovey-dovey with him. I didn't like hugs. I didn't like uh, affection. I, that, that was just me. I was mm. the tomboy. I was into wrestling and basketball and my sister was very book smart. She was the intelligent one of the family. Um, she wasn't into anything that I was interested in. You know, me and my brother bonded over that. So it was just, he had daddy's, he had the little girl, daddy's little girl, and then he had me, the tomboy. So I think that contrast just kind of naturally separated us. But yeah, I, w I would just tell my younger self to like, just be nice to your parents, man. Because yeah. they do so much for you and you don't realize until you're older and you're like, man, they like, worked to put a roof over your head to you know to put food on the table to give you clothes to love you like so all the parents out there like it's that's a great message they're amazing you know yeah no i i put my mom through some stuff too so right i hear you yeah I, and, totally. I, and i literally apologized to her later and i was like oh i was a teenager i'm so yeah. sorry <laughs> and you can't help it that's kind of growing up but yeah, yeah. I, I always told i always told my nieces and nephews i'm just like you know, I try to guide them as, as best as I can because I was, I was such a brat. But I'm glad I grew up out of that. So when you were with Peyton in high school, like, was that when you guys met in high school, was that during the time that you were, when was that? I was, like, uh, I had just, oh, no, like, it was, was before that I started you... training. It was before I started training. So that was at a time where we were both just fans. Um, and then it was a couple of years later that I started training. And then it was a couple of years after that, that Peyton started training. Cause I'm three years older than mm -hmm. Peyton. Um, but I started school early. So I was four years ahead of her in school. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah. So, so you weren't hanging out in school. We were in like totally that. different, Got it. uh, schools. It's the school systems are, are different over there, but we were separated. We wouldn't have. Okay. seeing each other unless it was like walking down the hallway or something like that um but we used to just see each other at wrestling events <laughs> yeah and now you're at nxt yes and how's it been for you because you've been here now three years three years yesterday was our three-year anniversary wow congratulations thank you <laughs> happy anniversary thank you. <laughs> uh yeah how's it been it's been such a ride i mean we packed up our lives into two suitcases flew 25 hours landed in Orlando and it was such a such a like incredible feeling like we were like oh we're here we did it we made it um and then just like living abroad is an adventure in itself so to do that while you have your dream career right. happening right while you're doing that with your best friend like what a blessing what a life you're lucky because so many people enter this and they're by themselves and so exactly. when you're by yourself and you're having your thoughts are you know you, you don't have anybody to really bounce all these thoughts yeah. that are going against and then the struggle of of your journey but yeah. what would you feel is like the biggest struggle that has been for you i think being away from my family yeah 
I mean, and 100% of everybody in NXT are away from their family at some point or another. Um, and it's not even like we're away from them, but unfortunately, we, we can't even just, you know, text them or call them because of the time difference. It's literally night and day. Right. So it, it, it does get hard, and, and we still get homesick to this day. Um, but they've always been like my biggest supporters. And, and I have five nieces and nephews, um, and they are my absolute world. Like, I never knew like being an auntie could be so fulfilling. Oh, I'm gonna get emotional. <laughs> Okay. I always get emotional when I talk about them because, like, I, I just want them to know, like, that I love them so much and that the reason why I do this and I want them to grow up knowing that they can do whatever they want to in this life and, and they can dream and they can work hard and they can achieve it. And by being away from them is definitely the, the biggest toll and it, it really like it, it breaks my heart being away from them but I just want to make them proud and I just want to be like such a good role model for them to have and um, so when we go back like we've been back uh, three times since being here every Christmas we get, we get to go back and you know you miss them for a whole year and then you see a glimpse of them for like a week or two and then you miss another whole year and but you know we do have like social media and obviously um you know today's day and age it's skype and it's yeah there are ways to keep in contact but that's the biggest thing it's um, not easy though no because they're like my children it's so weird it's like i never knew um having these nieces and nephews could like fulfill me so much but they're like my life yeah and we're such we're such a close family now and it, it it's baffling but it's also like really inspiring to know that I moved literally across the world and we are closer than we've ever been my whole family me and my dad me and my sister me and my mom me and my brother me and my nephews and nieces it, the bond is just like 10 times stronger and it's like that's what gets me through the hard times. It probably would have never happened, though. Have you, this journey that you've on, you probably wouldn't appreciate them like you're appreciating them. Yeah. Because you're away from them. Because I'm away from them, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's harder for you because if somebody in the States misses them, you could just jump on a plane and go a couple exactly. hours and see them or whatever, but you're all the way in Australia, so that makes it yeah. hard. So it's 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 crazy because you're living your dream, but then your, your dream is also making a huge sacrifice. Yeah. Huge sacrifice. Yeah. But in the end, I'm sure you're seeing that it's it's worth it. You know? It's definitely worth it. And, um, you know, whenever I get homesick, you know, my mom and my whole family, they're like, we're here. We're not like, we're here for you. And you are over there pursuing your dream. And, and that's what they want me to do. Yeah. So having that in the back of my head and it's the best thing. And it gives you the stamina to like keep working to just hard. Go through. Right? I'm like, all right, they're counting on me. So let's do this because yeah. I need to make them proud and I need to do this for myself. And this is what I want. And I know that they're going to be there no matter what. So it's go time. Let's do it. <laughs> so we're going to go on to Peyton but before we do. Yeah. I just want to ask you like what it would mean to you then to get called up to the main roster. Oh man. I mean, I think I would just automatically think of when I was 10 years old and and I was watching the main roster on TV. I, I, I don't even, I, I don't know 
what that's going to feel like. I just know that it's it's going to be incredible and I, I can't wait to feel that. Like I'm ready to feel that and I yeah. want to feel that so bad. And I know that it's going to be like one of the, the biggest moments of my life and my heart's going to be more than filled. We're pulling for you. I know I'm pulling for <laughs> <Thank> you. you. <laughs> Seriously, in, like I said, in the short time I've gotten to know you, you're you're a gem. You both oh, are, and Thank you. it's just going to be so amazing to see your rise and uh, to see your you know continued chase of glory and yes. all. But <laughs> <laughs> thank you for sharing your no, story. Thank you. Seriously, and uh, and now we're going to go on to paint. Yeah. You're listening to Chasing Glory with Lillian Garcia. and you're listening to Chasing Glory with Lillian Garcia. So I promise to get back to the show in just a few minutes. But first, ladies, listen up because I got to tell you about something that's definitely going to help you. And guys, listen up because you can help your ladies. And that is whether you're with someone, your mom, your sister, anything like that. And that is because we're living more active lives than ever. As you saw, I was so active at WrestleMania, and now here I am in Thailand, and I'm on vacation, but I'm sitting here scuba diving, and I'm paddleboarding, and I'm working out, and I'm on the go. And when I'm on the go, I like to feel fresh. So ladies out there, listen to this, because Secret Active is now for us. It is for those people that live active lives, whether you're working out or whether you're just active at work or running around with your kids or just running around with friends. It really doesn't matter because now we're living more active lives than ever. So you can feel sure that you are fresh all day long because this lasts longer too. Secret Active, it is for active people. So it lasts a whole lot longer. And what I love about this is that your clothes are not gonna get stained. No more white marks all over your clothing. So tell everybody about it and stay active. Make sure you get out there and have fun as you're living but now you can feel fresh while you're doing it. Secret Active. Get yours today. Now back to Chasing Glory with Lillian Garcia. All right, Peyton. Ah, <laughs> uh, holy moly. I mean, it's just so awesome to hear the backstory, to, to get to know somebody. Mm-hmm. And I want to get to know you uh, more in the fact that, I mean, you kind of have a similar story yeah, in a way yeah. of you started watching when you were nine years old. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So tell us about that. Um, so, well, my earliest memories, my mom used to always tell me stories about how she would watch Australian wrestling back home that was on Channel 9. So her and her girlfriend, my auntie Lynn, they used to go to Channel 9 studios, watch the Australian wrestling, and then they would run home and watch themselves on TV in the crowd. So I had always remembered her just talking about wrestling, like those were her memories. And then um, one year my parents decided to get Foxtel, which is like paid TV, so you get more channels. Um, and the first thing that I happened to put on was wrestling. And my mom was like, oh, okay, like this is, this is what I've been telling you about. This is wrestling. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Um, I grew up a dancer, so I was like in like, amazed by the costumes and the characters and I was just obsessed 
And also, I, I love my mum so much. So anything that she loved, I really wanted to love too. Yeah. But it just came so naturally. And then it kind of brought the whole family together too for a while. We would all, all sit down together and watch it and each week and the, the pay-per-views and WrestleMania. Wow. Yeah. Did she ever tell you what it was that drew her in? Because we know that mostly yeah. the men are all into this yeah. and the fathers and all of that. So when you hear the mom was into yeah. it, it's like, whoa, that's I really know, cool. Everyone says that. Um, I wish I had the answer to that. I'm going to have to ask you her. You have to ask yeah, her. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, I mean, I know she loves seeing men not wearing much clothes. <laughs> Hey, that's okay. Yeah. You know what? It's so funny you say that because I always say, look, I kind of wonder sometimes why there's more males that like yeah. wrestling than females because I'm like, the men on here are hot <laughs> and they're wearing barely nothing. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like yeah. a candy store I in know, a way, right? Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> so funny. It's funny because my mom will, like, we talk most days, but sometimes she'll say, oh, this new person on NXT is cute. And I'm like, mom, I don't need to know that. <laughs> Yeah, now it's like a little weird, right? <laughs> I know these people. That's a bit much for me. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Well, you say that, you, and you were born in, in Sydney as well? Uh, yes. Yep. All right. Yep. So so tell me a little bit about Sydney life and, and growing up. Um, you say I, dance was included yes, in that? Yes, yeah. I used to dance. Um, my family and I moved around a lot. For some reason, we just kept moving house often when I grew up. Really? Yeah, and I've, for some reason, brought that into my adult life while I'm on my own. But anyway... Um, oh, well, there's a reason for that. Uh, yeah, I, I want that reason to stop. We'll, we'll, we'll talk <laughs> about it right it. now. Yeah, go ahead. Um, but yeah, so I used to dance. I started when I was... Uh, to be honest with you, I, cannot, I can't even remember. Okay. Like, it was all I remember growing up. I danced. Yeah. Um, and I loved it. It had my heart so much. I, used to, I had classes four hours a night, Monday through Friday, mm. every night. And that was just in primary school. Wow. And then I get to high school, which is a selective sports school. So you have to be selected into a sport to be able to go to that school. Okay. So that's why I was selected for dancing. Billy was selected for basketball. Oh, nice. So that's how we got to the same school. Um, and then once I got to high school, it was a whole other ball game. Like it was everything that I was doing outside of school plus double that I was doing it inside of school. Wow. And then on top of that, there was there was state and regional troops. And, and I was so wrapped up in dancing and I loved it. I loved yeah. it. But, um, and I did it up until I was 18, until I oh, finished wow. high school. Wow, that's so wild that you and Carmela have that similar... I know, yeah, we talk about yeah, it Yeah, you talk about it? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, so I did dance for all that time, but I, when I was 13 years old, I knew I wanted to wrestle. I knew I wanted to be a wrestler for the WWE. Wow. And although dancing had my heart, yeah. it was not my dream. Wrestling Interesting. Yeah. So, but you, you started watching when you were nine. Yeah. Why at 13? Like, what was it that you were like, nope, this is what I want to do? Yeah. Um, it had honestly never crossed my mind that I could do that. And I and I hate that this had been... Oh, my God, I'm going to cry. It's okay. I hate that this event is what, like, snapped in my head. But it was the day Eddie Guerrero died. Oh. That was it for me. And I used, to, I used to pray at night and I would say, I'm going to do this for you. Because you gave me all these memories and all these wow. feelings. And I just want to be able to give that to someone else like you gave to me. Wow. So you really connected with Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. yeah. He was my... Like, Rock was amazing. to Billy and Eddie was to me. Wow. So yeah. 
you know, I got to work with Eddie. I know. Um, amazing, I know. amazing. I remember amazing his man. tribute, and I remember seeing you on the tribute show. And it, yeah, and I actually even wrote a song about Eddie. Yeah. I released it years later. Oh. It's called "Live On" because his memory will always yeah. live on. Yeah. Um, that is amazing to me how superstars can impact yes. so many people and yes. how it impacted your life. Yep. And then you going on and choosing this career, you're going to be able to impact that's someone's I life. Hope, I hope to do that, yeah. That's, that's incredible. Yeah. What was it about Eddie? Oh, he was so charismatic and he would just make me feel happy. You know, he would make me laugh and like, oh my gosh, I thought he was so amazing to watch in the ring because he was so entertaining and he was so athletic and um, my dad and my brother are very big car fanatics and so with the low rider it kind of just brought my family <laughs> together and, and, and I loved it. And I wanted to, to be able to speak Spanish and actually I'm taking Spanish now. Are you really? <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. But, uh, I wanted to take Spanish in school so I could, t I could talk just like him and yeah. He was wow. a big, big inspiration for my life. So did you get to meet Vicky? Um, I've never met Vicky. No. No, I've, I've, met, um, I've met her daughter. Okay, um, yeah, because she was at NXT for a while. Yeah, we weren't there at the same time, unfortunately, but um, she's married to, to English. Yes. So um, we kind of know through her. So it's, I, don't, I don't think she knows sort of how I feel about that, but like kind of being in her presence I'm like oh, this is kind of amazing she has no idea <laughs> wow I have got to let her know is yeah. that okay that yeah, I let her course, know course, oh yeah. and I have got to try to make this introduction yeah. I'll, I'll totally do yeah. that I'll, it's funny because like in training when I'm with Norman I sometimes I'll say Norman can you like tell me a story about Eddie and just I never got to meet him I never got to see him in person so can you just and you know what really warms my heart is that every story I hear is that he was such an amazing person he was amazing you know how people say you know don't meet your heroes because yeah I'm just so glad that he was you know well that's exactly why person. I wrote a song about yeah. him because he was so yeah. incredible yeah. And he even affected me. What affected me so much about Eddie, too, was I saw him when he was going through the whole struggle, yeah. when he was fighting his demons. Yeah. I saw all that. And then I saw how much he cleaned up and how he really fought to clean yeah. up and everything. And, um, I mean, that day, we were actually at TV when we found out that he yeah. passed away. That was, I mean, the most darkest day, horrible day. Couldn't believe it. But thank God we were actually thank god we were at tv that we were with Together. each other to console yeah. each other yeah. yeah couldn't it was incredible but yeah. since then to see how much of an impact he has made it, it really is something yeah. it yeah. really is something so <clears throat> take me then mm -hmm. let's talk about the fact that you grew you know you grew up first of all you said you don't know why you moved around so much no <laughs> see that's another question you get asked your parents <laughs> you know what i think my mom no, I do know. My mum, uh, her and her family moved around a lot as a kid. My mum obviously brought it into her adult life yeah. with me as a kid. And now I'm bringing it into my adult life. So tell me, what, why, where are you moving around? Like you and Billy just, live together, no? We did. We used to when we first moved here. And then uh, I moved to a different apartment. Why? Um, just to be on your own? Yes. Okay. Um, and, then, uh, and then into another apartment. And now we have a house. Okay. So now it's a bit more permanent, but it's not the dream house. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Yeah. But do you sense like when you're moving and you're moving, is it like one of those things where you're finding reasons to move because it's just a habit? Because you got to be careful yeah. in that it has become such a habit. Your mom yeah. did it, right? Yeah. 
do you want to stay stationary? You know, I like change. So I, I often like a change of scenery or a new route to work or something like that. Um, I obviously just want to stay in one spot for an extended period of time. And I think now I will, um, especially because it's a house that's like way more permanent than just an apartment. But up until this point, yeah, it's been like every year or every year and a half, somewhere new. What does it mean to you to stay stationary? Um, you know what? I just want... I have friends who, who grew up, like Billy, she grew up in the same house. They've been there her entire life. So all her childhood memories go back to this house. And yeah. that's what I want. I want all my memories to go back to one spot and to when, eventually when I have a family, have the same thing for my, my kids and my family. Um, and just to know, like, that's my childhood home. That's that's where I grew up. Yeah. Because you know? I have that, but it's more so for the city that I kind of grew up in. And that doesn't mean so as much to me as just one house would. Right. Yeah. Because didn't you live, you went Sydney, you went to Melbourne. To Melbourne, And yes. then how did you end up in Canada? Yeah, I went to train with Lance. Oh, Lance yeah, Storm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Lance. Me too. He's oh, my God. He's You know, he me. tweets me a lot and yeah. tweets about me. And I, Lance Storm, I want to thank you because, A, it was amazing working with him. And, B, just the fact that he'll tweet such of the nicest <laughs> yeah. things about me. And, yeah. and I have just incredible memories yeah. with him. And so uh, tell us a little bit about that, like how it was working with him. It was, honestly, I say it all the time, it was the best three months of my life because you get to go to another country and experience another country. You get to do what you love for three months. You don't have to work. You just go to training. You go to the gym. You eat some good food. Yeah. And you do it day in and day out. And you meet people and you grow, You form these relationships with people from all over the world. Right. And you keep those connections. Um, but Lance has just, he has been amazing to me ever since I did the camp, which was in 2012. Um, he's always been such a big supporter and motivator. And anytime I reach out to him, he's always there for me, even to this day. So you can still reach yep, out now. Yep. Yeah, he was still... um, actually before our tryout, before I knew there was even a tryout, he actually, he knew how bad I wanted this. So he had contacted me and said, hey, you know, you might want to send some information. And he gave me the email address. He's like, they're looking at doing a tryout. I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. So I obviously did that straight away. I was late to work that day. <laughs> um, and then I got an email back saying that, yeah, we're having a tryout and you're invited to it. Um, so he, he's been, he's been. So was your tryout the same tryout yep. that Billy went to? Yep. Yeah, as well. And did she get the advice from Lance as far as that? Or uh, you guys? No, I think, I'm not sure how she, I think word just started getting around. Yeah. I think, and it kind of gets around quick. So I remember, I think she reached out to me and I had said, you know, I have this email. She's like, can I have the email? And I said, let me just double check with Lance that it's okay that I, you know, give out this email address. And so it was fine. So she did the same thing. She got the same reply. So immediately oh we started getting, and you know what? I broke my wrist. Uh, when I found out that there's a trial, I had a broken wrist <gasps> and I was going to be in a cast for six weeks. Oh my gosh. Yes. So what'd you do? So I had to just focus on my diet for six weeks. I really like put that into gear. And then when I was out of my cast, I, I think I only had maybe maybe a month until my tryout and my wrist was not even feeling good yet so yeah. um i would still kind of train lower body when i had my broken wrist i had um i worked at one of my many jobs was at a gym um and my boss there would train me he, he same thing he knew how bad i wanted it so he was always there to help me so yeah i just kind of did what i could yeah, yeah, well, obviously it worked. Yeah, I mean, I, I had tunnel vision. There was nothing getting in my way. 
that's, you know, I would love for you to tell people that are going for a dream and a vision how to go for that dream and vision. You just, you, you have to be selfish. You have to, um, because life gets in the way and I was working three jobs at the time. Wow. Three jobs on top of wrestling training, on top of being in the gym myself. Um, you just have to be selfish. But you did it. I did Three it. jobs. Yeah. In, in my head, there was nothing, nothing getting in my way. This was my one. Op- I've always said, just give me one opportunity to show you what I have. And I won't ask for a second opportunity. I just want one. So that was my whole thing. I don't want to have to ask for a second opportunity. Wow. So, yeah. So how has been now at NXT? Because you've been here three years yes. as well. Yes. It's been, I mean, it's been amazing. <laughs> it's um, there are so many times where it just, I, I kind of reflect and think, man, as a teenager, like dreaming of this and I'm literally doing it. And so many people who just didn't believe in me, who thought it was just a phase that I was going through, um, proved them wrong. And it's, it's a wonderful feeling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I bet. And yeah. what would be like for you to be called up to the main roster? Yeah, that, um, I mean, I think... The dream never stops, but it would be the dream come true, you know. Um, and I've been thinking about this a lot lately. For quite a while, I, I feel like I've been driven by my own dreams and my own motivations, but also I've really have been wanting to prove those who never believed in me wrong. But I've been thinking to myself lately, man, I'm, I'm not doing this for them. So it's time to, it's time to start being happy to make the people who always did believe in me proud Mm. and I think it's just a different perspective to think about um so yeah and that's I'm I'm super excited for new new challenges um and just and to make those who always believed in me proud yeah that's awesome yeah now I know that you know Billy she shared a lot about when she was bullied and then Mm. she turned into the bully and all of that did you experience any of that growing I, up? I went through bullying. Yeah. Um, and what for? I grew up with crooked teeth, very crooked teeth. Two of them didn't even grow in, so I had this messed up mouth, and it was always, even to this day, it's still my biggest self-conscious sort oh, really? of thing that gets to me. And I, I just finished my treatment of Invisalign. I was just so. going to say, I didn't even notice anything. <laughs> yeah, you no. have beautiful teeth. Thank so. you. <laughs> so I recently got those fixed, and I was really happy that I was you know, able to myself to do that through wrestling um so I got bullied for that but also because I had this wild dream of being a wrestler and it was just like the kids thought oh she's talking about this damn wrestling thing again you know she's a dancer through and through a dancer and in my head I was not <laughs> wow so would yeah. you tell kids that have a dream like this maybe not to talk about their no, dreams absolutely not no, don't talk about it. No, or talk about it. Talk about it. I used to talk about it every day. People would get so annoyed with me. Maybe that's why I got bullied. I don't know. It's all I could talk about. It was my passion. It's, I remember when John Cena's CD came out. And now it was... Oh, I remember that. <laughs> I was in class one day and I put the CD on. Everyone's like, is she seriously doing this right now? And I was like, yep, I knew all the words. <laughs> I wrapped it. I love it. Um, so no, I would say absolutely talk about it because I think it um, it puts an energy out into the universe and, and you know, it just helps you focus and you, and you find what you want. 
Yeah. And you may you find a way to make it happen. Because you know what you want. Yes. And that's what a lot of people don't yeah. know yes. what to do in their lives. Yes. And so they are like, yeah. why can't I make it? Well, yeah. because you're not clear you yep. as what you want. I do feel very fortunate that uh, I always had a passion growing up. Because um, I know some people don't, don't aren't able to find something. And I just, uh, I hope everyone can find something that they're passionate about and, and strive to achieve because it, it gives your life a direction. And it makes just things are satisfying when yeah. you're able to set yourself a challenge and achieve it. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. And did you have support of your family? Yes, I did. Um, were there struggles? Yes, at all? there were absolutely struggles. Uh, on my 16th birthday, uh, I went out to dinner with my mom and a couple of friends, and on the restaurant, <laughs> On the restaurant window was a poster for a pro wrestling boot camp, and I it stood out to me because Billy was on the poster. <laughs> Wait, yes, what? Yes, you were on the poster. Yes, she yeah. was the yeah. the smack bang in the middle. Said, "I go to school with that girl. I don't even like her." <laughs> <laughs> and and then I read the poster and I was like, "Mom, it's my birthday. This has to be my birthday present." It was for a, a boot camp, and I was like, "I have to do this." So my birthday was in November, and she gave me what I wanted, and I, I started boot camp in January, and. Uh, and then three months after that, Billy, myself, and our trainer, Madison, went to Melbourne to do a show. And uh, my match kind of went a little bit south. I came home with a black eye. And my parents were very upset. I was 16. I just turned 16 years old. So my parents were very upset about the whole situation. Mm. Uh, and they told me I wasn't allowed to wrestle anymore. <gasps> yes. And, and you would have thought that the... My whole world had come crumbled. crashing down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I, I fought them on it for months, months and months, and they just were not letting up. And my, my stepmom wasn't too keen on the whole idea either, um, which kind of made me distance myself a little From bit. Her. Yep. Um, so I kind of let it rest. Uh, they just weren't giving up. So their whole thing was, when you're 18, you can do what you want. And I, in my head, I'm like, there's no way I wait until I'm 18. I had just turned 16. Mm -hmm. you know? um, and so I, I let it rest for a little while. And then it, it came to like my 17th birthday. And I said, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring this back up. And I did. And they, were, they said, go for it. What? Yeah. So why did they change? I think they just realized that I really, really wanted this. It wasn't a phase. It wasn't something I'm taking lightly. I really, really wanted this. Um, and I had a very serious conversation with my dad about it. And he, he's, he gave me the go ahead. So I went back to training immediately. And then it's been nonstop since then. And so has that brought you guys closer to? With my dad. With your dad. With your, yeah. Yeah. yeah um, or did you have a similar thing with that you didn't get along very well with your dad? Not that I didn't get along with him. Um... I, my mom's always been my best friend, um, and my dad and my brother were always very close. They mm -hmm. had their interest in cars, and mum and I had an interest in me dancing. Mm -hmm. My mum loved to watch me dance, take me to practice, all of it. Yeah. Um, so I just think we were kind of separated just a little bit growing up, and then my parents separated and eventually divorced. My, my brother went to live with my dad. I stayed with my mum, so it was oh, very, yeah. Man. Um, How did that, like, affect you? I mean, it, it affected me a lot because my dad was going through depression mm. and my brother, who was so young, was being his strength. And, and, I, and I, my brother and I weren't very close growing up, but I wanted to be close to him. Mm. And I just felt like I, I, couldn't, 
I couldn't have that connection. It just, I, and we would see each other passing in school, like, hey, Josh. And you'd come to, oh, that's my, like, annoying little sister. <laughs> so, yeah, but um, he, he actually really proved himself to me when I went to Canada. I reached out to him because uh, I had lost my job because I can't remember why. And this was not long before I was supposed to go to Canada. And I said, I don't have money. I don't know what to do. And he said, I know this is your dream. And he sent me money to help me live oh, over there. And, awesome. and obviously I paid him back over the years. But um, when he did that, I was like, okay, I know, I know he really cares about me and supports me. Um, he's, we've been really close. Yeah. Yeah. He's super supportive of me. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And what about you and your dad? Yes. Uh, growing up, we've, we've come much closer together, um, which is awesome. Um, I don't get to see them nearly enough or even talk to them. My dad isn't so good with social media or technology. <laughs> my mom's a little better. Yeah. So I've talked yeah. to my stepmom a bit more, kind of, uh, I'm able to talk to him through her. Yeah. Um, yeah. My mom and I talk every day. Um, I talk to my uh, sister-in-law more than my brother, but she sends me pictures of the, my nephews and <laughs> that's how I keep oh, up. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So you miss home a lot too? So much. It's like every time I go back, I, it's harder to come. It's harder, but it's easier to come back yeah. because you want to make them proud. You see them growing up and as mm -hmm. they get older and they're able to appreciate what we're doing, um, you just want to make sure that you're doing the best for them. But yeah, I miss them so much. Yeah. Well, again, we're talking about the sacrifice, yeah. you know, that's yeah. a huge sacrifice that you guys are making mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. There's people here that make sacrifices being away from their kids yeah. and that kind of stuff, yeah. right? Which is really hard. Yeah. And you guys are away from your parents yeah. and family mm -hmm. and all, but I, uh, like, again, I am really excited about your journey, Thank the two you. of you for sure. <laughs> and I just know that, I don't know. I just have a feeling, A, I have a feeling you guys would be on, will be on the main roster soon. I oh. just have a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> and I really know that you guys are going to make a huge impact. Oh, thank you so much. More than anything, because I've seen you guys, you really are a true tag team. Yeah. You oh, really... I love hearing that. that. Yeah. <laughs> I love so it. We've, we've been working on that for yeah. a few years now, so it's it's really great to hear it from someone else oh yeah, yeah. i could i could definitely sure see it, it when we were you know when i was overseas Maybe, with you guys yeah. and seeing it you you really are too you want to be a tag team yes. this whole thing you know about the tag team possibly coming yeah. in with the women's division yeah. it's a, a no-brainer that would be like let's bring them up oh, <laughs> it'd be so good i, really I mean so. and ever since we came to nxt like that was the one thing yeah. we wanted yeah. to pioneer we oh. wanted to help create yeah a women's tag team, team division, division. Yeah. from you know we first arrived here we got matching gear mm. we went through entrances together yeah. like it, it's been uh it's been non-stop of us forming yeah in one way or another we've team. been trying to get a step closer and closer to that possibility and so it seems like it could be, be in, in the, the future, future. So, yeah yeah, we'll yeah. Just have to keep we're pushing stoked. forward look how hard you work to be here yeah. how you were focused and yeah. you were like that's it it's going it's the same thing you have to have that in your vision it's yeah. happening yeah. it's happening yeah. it's happening yep. it's happening yep. just a matter of, of when, when. Exactly. right it's a matter of when yeah but you don't want to be rushing it so much yeah. that a you're not ready it's yep. not the right time yep. or whatever you know because man when it's that magical time yeah. oh my god amazing. i swear to god you look back and you go thank god it didn't happen before that yeah all right because fall into place it will when fall, it will it yeah. will yeah. it will fall into place yeah. so and the thing is you guys get to represent australia yeah. 
We love Australia. Oh, man. Well, like I said, yeah. I love Australia, yeah. too. Now you're in the bandwagon, yeah. too. Everyone loves Australia. Yes. <laughs> well, good luck to the two of you. Thank, Thank you, you, so you for sharing your stories Absolutely. here on Chasing Glory. Thank you for having us. You yeah. are amazing human beings, and oh, I'm high-fiving the you. two of you. <laughs> Thank you for your support. Yes, oh, we, we love Lillian. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, honey. <laughs> Okay, hold the phone, hold everything, because I have breaking news. So I am backstage at WrestleMania, and as you guys know, I actually interviewed Billy and Peyton when we were backstage at Access during WrestleMania weekend. Well, they just let me in on a little secret, because they know that I can keep secrets. I've got them with me here again, and they're letting me know that they're actually debuting Tuesday on SmackDown. Oh my God! Oh my God! I knew it! I, I knew it! You, I knew it. you told us. You told us. You told us to put it out in the universe. Yeah. And we did, and lo and behold, that day, yeah, we found out. Oh, oh my God! So Peyton, like you were already not sleeping because you found out you were in the first ever yeah. women's battle royal, yeah. and now you got a get through Tuesday. I know, I know. And I, was, I wasn't I was sleeping because I had such a sore throat last night. But um, yes, on top of that, it was WrestleMania and it was knowing that, you know, the debut was coming up and it was like, oh my gosh, my mind was just racing. So not only did you find out you were going to be in the Battle Royal, but you also got told right then that you were going to be debuting? Yes, they, they pulled us into a room together and we just, we held each other and cried. Yeah, we held each other, we said we loved each other and we just I love it. I love it. You got to let go, man. That's a lot of hard work that you guys have been putting into. It was such a pure moment, and I think we're definitely going to remember that feeling for the rest of our lives. And your families, have you told them yet, or are you having to keep it all hush-hush? I'm, yeah, surprising them. I love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have to tell mine otherwise. I They're just the time difference, and everyone's at work. I don't know if they'll tape the show, so I like... I just have to give them a little hint. And I didn't say, I just said, maybe you watch SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you want to yeah. watch yeah, a certain show. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Well, here we go. The ride is about to start yeah. in another level. Yeah. So I wish you guys a lot of luck. You're going to do great. I spoke so to, a, actually, I spoke to a few people about you backstage. Really? I was just bringing you up saying how I did an interview with you. And they were like, oh, those two, I love them. I love them. They got something good. The words exactly were... You're, they're going to be huge superstars. Oh my god! All right, <laughs> so awesome to okay. know. All right, oh, thank you. So, so take much. it and run with it, yes. and go for oh, it, absolutely. and just show others that you're inspiring others oh. that they can have a dream and work hard like you guys have. Hell yeah! And, all right, you, <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> there you have it. Isn't it exciting when you hear this? I mean, when you hear people that have been working so so hard and then finally they get the news that all their hard work is going to pay off and they get called up and now they're going to be on smackdown live and not even going to be they are they are on smackdown live i love it ah they made a big surprise against charlotte so yeah this is exciting it's so exciting so congratulations ladies thank you so much for sharing your very intimate stories here on chasing glory and everything that you've had to overcome to get to this moment. And I love the fact that people are sharing so much because I want you guys out there, you out there that are listening to the show to realize that not everybody has this beautiful, you know, just easy path to get to what they want. No, it is full of obstacles. It is full of just 
so many lessons, so many struggles, but man, when you push through and you conquer it all and you get to the other side, that's when it tastes better. Like it just feels better. You've gone through so much to get there. So please do not lose hope. If you're out there losing hope right now, if things are not going your way, don't worry, keep working hard. You will get there. I know because I feel that even with my music, like I'm working really hard right now and trying to share my voice in a different way with you guys. And sometimes, literally, sometimes I'm like, what am I doing? What am I doing this right now? Who am I doing this for? And and is it going to work? And, and then I realized, you know what? I'm doing it for me. I'm doing it for me. And I'm also doing it for the fans that want to hear more songs from me, want to hear me, you know, do more things and, and perform and all. And so that's what I'm doing. So I'm going to keep busting down doors, keep going at it, keep vocalizing, keep singing, keep my instrument up. So when the opportunity comes, man, I am prepared. So good luck to all of you out there that are listening to the show that you're going after something. Don't give up because I'm telling you, when you push through, it will be so much sweeter, so much sweeter. And then you can be an inspiration for someone else. All right. So that's what we do here. We, we just help each other out. And if you're out there and you know that somebody is struggling, help them out. Even if it's a shoulder that they can cry on, because sometimes, man, you just got to cry it out. You got to get it out of your system and be like, ah, it is hard. And that's okay. It's okay that you do that. And then you wipe those tears off or you wipe that frustration off and you go, okay, this is what I got to do. And just those small steps, keep going, keep going, keep going. So congrats again to Billy and Peyton. And now the real work begins. And I want you guys to definitely stay behind these two because they really are dynamic and they're going to make a huge impact in the WWE. So can't be, I can't be more excited for them just because how nice they are too. They're really good soul people. Thank you guys for joining me on Chasing Glory and want to thank also my sponsors that brought this show to you for free. Secret Active and True Car. Don't forget to try them out and check them out. Don't forget to follow me at Lillian Garcia on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm still going to stay out here for a little longer. So go ahead and keep following my story on Instagram for sure on everything that's going on while I'm out here in Thailand. And uh, definitely follow me on Lillian Garcia official fan page on Facebook. And yeah, just have a good time out there, guys. Enjoy yourselves. Be in the moment. Really enjoy yourselves every single day. And much peace, love, and passion to you. Remember, remember, guys, don't forget this. Really, really remember it. Be yourself and trust that it's enough. See ya. Bye. From executive producer Lillian Garcia and the entire Podcast One team, thanks for listening to Chasing Glory. Download new episodes on the Podcast One app or subscribe at Apple Podcasts or at podcastone.com. Guys, I hope you enjoyed the show. Before you leave, let me ask you something. Are you looking to buy a car? And that is a new car or a used car. Well, you're probably familiar with terms like MSRP, and you might even know what it stands for, but do you really know what it means? I sure didn't. Well, the same goes for invoice, list price, and dealer price. It's enough to confuse anybody. All you're really looking for is a price that actually means something. So introducing True Price from True Car. Now you know exactly what you'll pay for the car that you want, including the fees and accessories, before you even get to the dealership. 
True Car Dealers will show you the true price on cars like the one that you want, all from the comfort of your home. So it just got a whole lot easier. And how do you know if your true price is a great price? That's a great question. Because True Car shows you what other people paid for that same car that you want. And your certified dealers know this. So they set their true price competitively so that they can win your business. So it all got so much easier. So when you're ready to buy a new or used car, make sure that you visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.